Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thompson and Cargo. Well, that's a name. Yeah, it is. That's a name. Sure um, is. Yep, it's a good one. Thank you. Yes. So, today, on this lovely show that we are doing today, we have the pleasure of talking about the season, possibly series finale, of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Um, this was episode nine. It was directed by Kat Koiro, written by Jessica Gao, and it was called Whose Show Is This? Um, it aired on October 13th, 2022, the year of our Lord. And um, First off, what what are your uh, initial thoughts here about this episode as as a finale and you know maybe the whole series I mean, as a whole? Yeah. Hopefully it's not the the series. I would like to see a season 2 or at least her in a movie, but uh I loved it. I mean, I thought it was it was probably my favorite um finale of two Season finale of Loki, um, I would say. There's probably a tie between those. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, Loki, Loki, Loki was okay. I had issues with Loki's finale, but only I was fine with it because it wasn't going to be a uh, a series finale. So. Yeah. So, um. I liked this episode. I thought it was good. Um, I, it's probably one of the better uh, Marvel episodes so far. I liked uh, liked Miss Marvel's ending probably a slightly better at the moment, but that's just me. Um, yeah. So, what goes down in this episode here? Uh, uh well, we start with this kind of cool introduction that like. Almost beat for beat. Yeah, same. This is like the 1977 or whatever um, TV series of the Hulk. Like the makeup is kind of, you know, they to look like that. Um, the film, you know, kind of grainy. Yeah, they you know, it, stuff like that. And it was in it was in, it was in um four by four screen resolution too, like uh, old TVs are. And, yeah, that's uh, right. Or four by three, whatever and it is. It. And then the, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was like the old series that starred Lou Ferrigno and Bill Bixby. Uh, Bill Bixby as David Banner, not Bruce Banner. Yeah, David Banner. Yeah, because they said that Bruce, the name, the name Bruce was too gay. Whatever that means. Okay, and then uh, yeah, because it is you what know, I liked about though too, because there are so many, you know, you know, like. Like 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 Bruce Willis. Wait. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we all we always yeah, every Bruce Willis you you've seen in your life, like, oh that's totally a gay man. That's that's what he's definitely trying to portray. Really? Uh okay. And then uh yeah. I mean there's literally a movie that he did called um was it Hudson Park or something like that, where one of the lines is literally play Nintendo, bang some chicks. <laughs> like and then Nintendo allowed for that to be as part of their promotion for the movie, I guess, when they're also simultaneously marketing Nintendo as like my kid kid games. <laughs> but anyway, it's a whole other thing. But uh <laughs> Yes. And then yeah, you know, whatever. And then uh <laughs> hey, it was the eighty for you. Well when I when, when but, uh, I when I think of gay people, I think of people that play <laughs> and play that, that that play video games and, and, and fuck chicks. You know, um Yeah. I mean that's that's what yeah. No, especially you, you think Nintendo of all of all the systems too <laughs> to do that too. You don't think PlayStation Four or any kind of modern. No, 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 no. The, like, the, no the most the most Nintendo. wholesome wholesome uh, video game company out there is what I think of. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Nintendo was like notorious for not having too much gore and blood and stuff. But yeah, anyway, not to mention the fact, and- not to mention the fact that the name David. I personally know about four guys named David that are gay. Well, that's because the things changed over time. So back then, apparently, Bruce was a quote gay name, and then now David. I don't know. And then, um, <laughs> but they, but they, they do have this funny thing where like she's like like sitting like in the same kind of like uh whatever thing he was in when he was like testing stuff yeah, on himself when when, when he when he had happened the at all gamma radiation that made him the hulk or whatever yeah but that's not at all what happened in seahawks so i'm not sure why they even added that there but then like there's a scene where she's actually talking to uh, the guy that plays Bruce, you know, in the MCU, and she's like, "Don't make me angry," or he wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And then, like, he just kind of looks like confused, like, "Wait a minute, is that my line?" Like, yeah. You know? and, then, like, <laughs> and, then, and then, like, and then, like, you know, they show like the whole rampage going on in the in the ceremony that they're doing, and then it, then it says the savage She Hulk alongside with the uh, the Incredible Hulk, you know, like TV series. And that was kind of cool, and then and then it kind of immediately goes into like you know reality and Jen yeah. and, 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 and one of those. Con- the, the Savage She Hulk was played by a man too, so that was interesting. So yeah, yeah, during the rampage, you know, yeah, and also too like the lifting of the car and all that kind of stuff, which is again like beat for beat. But um, but then you know like, we're sort of like we're jolted into. Uh, reality, you know, that could have been Jen and us at the same time being jolted back into like what's really happening. And she, you know, in one of those containment cells, and immediately she starts talking about, you know, we're gonna take these guys down. And they're like, like, you gotta worry about your own case. Like, you broke my arms last night. Like, you, you're a criminal now. Like, you know. <laughs> Yeah. That's not how that works. I mean, it's already she's showing like in episode one, she was super arrogant about like, oh, well, I know how to control my anger because I'm a woman and I've been doing this my whole life. And and then it's like, well, at the same time now, you broke the law now and you're like justifying breaking the law. So you're kind of already going down that sort of superhero path of like the law doesn't apply to me because i'm special and it's like nope that's dangerous like you know <laughs> and so you know they kind of dip that in the bud real quick and they're like well you know you know what are the terms of my deal plea deal and they're like well you gotta wear the inhibitor just like a meal and which sucks because you know the whole the whole season was like at first you know it was like she was totally like rejecting the aspect of being she on and then slowly she started coming to terms with yeah like i i it was like it was like a weird journey because like at first it was a total rejection then it was i like being she hulk more than i like being jen then it was both parts equally and then and then suddenly after that well now you gotta take away one of those parts so it's just like just being 
It's kind of kind of si- kind of similar to Moon Knight in a way too. You know what I mean? Like how he had to come to terms with his different personalities. Yeah, they basically yeah, pretty much. Um, and, and you know, she got fired. John, he still stayed there. You know, so it's kind of like. I mean, I wouldn't feel betrayed, and I don't think don't betray, but it's kind of weird. It's like, oh, I'm the one that got you this job. Now I'm fired here. That had to sting a little bit, probably, for her. And then, um, but, you know, at the same time, she can make a big mistake. Like, oh, well, you need to quit because I got fired. Uh, use the car, very rude car that decides to drive down the road that I'm walking on. Anyway, um... How dare a car drive yeah, on she, a road? Yeah, moves... no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's my road. Uh, <laughs> it's actually not my road, but it's a road that I'm walking on. Therefore, it's mine. I should have free reign over it. Anyway, uh... Yeah, FYI, folks at home, um, Matt is going for a walk as we record this, because uh, this is the only time we're able to do this. So I'm just letting you know that that's why he's on a road. He's not... He doesn't have a road going through his um, house. No, no, no. I wanted one once, but it was too expensive. But uh, and too noisy as well. You know, couldn't really get any sleep. Um, <laughs> you know, lots of trucks driving by. But, uh, but uh, uh, some people like bowling alleys in their homes. I like I like roads. You know, what, what do you got to do? But um, and, and uh, I don't know. And then, uh, and so yeah, she has got to move home, you know, back with her parents, and they're all like, all like super supportive and shit. And even that's right, I forgot. Even when she got out of prison, they're like, oh, it's okay, people go to prison every day and stuff like that. <laughs> and, uh, like, like super supportive, it's like, like the, parents, the most, crazy. The and most then, understanding um, parents ever. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then, uh, and she kind of like, you know, she goes to her, her you know, her like her bedroom you know from home and she's like you mentioned earlier when we were talking about the legally blonde poster and the other poster and yeah yeah she, she had uh, legally blonde and aaron brockovich posters on her wall which that's right which, which, yeah, which are both, both uh legal dramas or dramas and comedies from the uh time she was probably like around in high school or something so yeah which probably yeah, like inspired her, her, her journey her her movie influences that helped her along the you know journey of wanting to become you know a lawyer, which again it proves that you know media matters. It actually does influence people, both for the good and for the bad. And uh, and that's anyway, and, uh, and, and and that's and that's why I'm a Jedi. Yeah. Wait. Sure. <laughs> well, technically, you can actually become a Jedi as a religion. Um, that's that's true. But, but... I don't. I don't think you get power so from it. So yeah, and you don't get paid. Um, you don't get paid well either. I don't think. Probably not. No, I mean I don't think they got paid very well either. But uh, <laughs> you know they. Anyway, so <laughs> she she kind of turns over on her bed, and and she's like talking to us, you know, again, you know, and saying like, like this isn't even like a reluctant superhero store anymore. I'm I'm just getting screwed over. And then she's like, is that, is that what you want? You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, so we start like feeling for her because it's like, she's talking to like us, you know? And then, um, and then, you know, she just got to kind of go straight to work, you know, trying to figure out, you know, who intelligence is and it's really hard to pin them down because they got all, all these shell corporations and different parts of the world. And it's really we just know about the Hulk King. That's all we know about. We don't know who this guy is or whatever. And uh, and Nikki's like, like, don't worry. Like mo- most of the people on this group are like dumb guys. Who one of them is gonna slip up and you know stuff like that, which is true. That's how a lot of these these reigns get busted. Actually, is from people just making like rookie mistakes or like stupid mistakes, and yeah, then or, like the whole or, or hu- hubris falls. hubris gets a hold of them, and they're like, you know, hey guess what i'm part of you know it's like oh yeah um yeah yeah that's that's kind of like also like one of the the big things that like disproves like these conspiracy theories about like how like a worldwide cabal of like you know of course nowadays they're starting to blame everything on the jews again which is not a good sign when it comes to like fascism rising but like it's just like like no one slipped up nobody 
talk to someone, bragging about, I mean, like there's literally like complete airtight, tight lips. Like that's not how humans are. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like the, 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 the builder burgers or the, uh, or, or, the, or, uh, or, um, the Masons or, uh, the Illuminati are controlling everything or the Jews are controlling everything, but there's no, there, 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 but, but no, but it's all secret and nobody knows about it. Yeah. And not one of these people said a damn thing. Right. Yep. <laughs> nobody knows about it, but yeah, everybody knows about it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, how does that work out? Like, you know about it, but you don't have any Intel as to how it's happening because nobody's talking about it. Who's actually involved in it, but yet, you know, Okay, that's wow. All right, that's really big brain stuff there. But uh, it's like Jordan Peterson level. Well, it, it's brain it, stuff, it, it, it's it, another it, thing, like you said earlier, how media can be influential on people. It could be influential yeah. for good or bad. It it can oh, make totally. some, it, you know somebody can watch Aaron Brockovich and decide to become a lawyer, or somebody can watch some you know movie that has some. They they could watch the movie Conspiracy Theory and think that's the way the world <laughs> really is. You know, it's like. <laughs> I got. I gotta buy the copy of The Catcher in the Rye like eighty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have like a thousand copies of it for some reason. But yeah, um, and so she starts breaking the fourth wall quite a bit during this um, finale. And um, Nikki, uh, during this time, Nick, they're they're actually doing this work at, um, at um, Jen's house or her parents' house, and. Um, Jen's mom shows Nikki uh, like an old college video of her like dancing in like a dorm room, and she's like, "Oh, can you send it to me?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And it's like, "No, like I'm, I'm suing both of you for like emotional damage or whatever." Yeah. The Nikki though gets the bright idea. She's like, "I'm just gonna post this video on the Intelligentsia website. Just wait for some it to uh, respond to it." And of course, it's, it's Hulk King himself that responds to the video. Yeah, her, you know, it, 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 it's, it's like it's like right away that, that that's like that's like somebody becoming a not a Nazi during World War Two, and all of a sudden Hitler's your best friend. You know, I mean, it's like <laughs> it's just so bizarre. And then yeah, it's like you know, it's the same reason. Like you know, I I get suspicious if like let's say someone uh, signed up for like a YouTube account like three days ago. And then, like, they start just, like, saying a bunch of, like, crazy shit on, like, uh, like a video in order to start controversy. And it's like, oh, that's totally legitimate. A three-day-year-old profile, you know, and it's like, then, like, the picture is, like, of Pepe the Frog, like that. It's like, oh, obviously, this is a real person and not some troll or whatever, you know what I mean? Or, 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 some, you know, or somebody with... Literally, Somebody with thirty friends on Facebook tells you that they can promote your podcast, and you ask them how, and they say on Facebook, and you're like, "I've got four thousand friends, and you've got thirty. How are you going to help me?" Um, yeah. Well, he's not promoting podcast from his friends list. He's doing it. You know, that's just like his close thirty friends. You know, yeah. then he's going to promote the podcast through other means. I don't know, and then. Uh, <laughs> Seems legit yeah, to know. me, you know. Just I just love these guys. They like it's just like the same guys who will actually like hit you up like three or four times. Yeah, and you're like, we've already been through this, dude. Like, I, and they're like, please, sir, I can promote your podcast. It's like, dude, I said no. Like, it's like, do 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 you have any references? No. Okay. Yeah, I have no references, but uh, yeah, I. I, you know, can promote your, it's just, yeah, bizarre thing. But like, anyway, so the Hulk King falls through the trap immediately. Uh, I literally a profile that was probably just created within like three minutes time. And yeah. then they're like, oh yeah, come to the retreat. But that, that's kind of a, an indication of where this episode is going because of like how believable thing. Yeah. It's, 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 it's very, very fantasy laden. And it was yeah. like, yeah, it was interesting with the with, with the retreat thing too. Yeah, they, hold on. So yeah, the uh, we we have uh, the retreat. Um, she's invited to, and the moment that that happened, I was kind of like, "Hey, this is going to take place at Emil's place," mm-hmm. which is the next uh, next sitcom I want to see. It's going to be called Emil's Place. It'll... Emil's Place, yeah. <laughs> 
he's just gonna open up a bar and um <laughs> yeah no, no um so yeah matt's gonna sound a little bit better now too because he's not walking and uh he's got his headphones off so he sounds a little bit better here we're, we're, we're gonna be good folks so i apologize for anything and you know we're good um just letting our folks at home know because you know they're concerned uh yeah probably <laughs> Making sure know. Matt did not get hit by a car. Um, no. Yeah. So, <laughs> so or Sesame did not get hit by a car either. And all of yeah, not one of us got hit. So it's good. Yeah. All of your Sesame seeds would have fallen off, and mm-hmm. that's what happens when you get hit by a car, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So back to the show here. We've got. Um, we got we got them invited right away to this uh to this uh super awesome um soiree um retreat um basically we get pug has to pose and do like a whole black clansman type of thing here <laughs> <laughs> basically where um, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, 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 in, or intellectual. Yeah, uh, he's got to yeah pretend to be an intellectual. Yeah, um, <laughs> trademarked. I came up with that that phrase like five six years ago. So anyway, in, um, yeah, I think it's funny that incel and intelligence intelligentsia kind of like have similar you know sounds to them in a way too. I'm pretty sure that was the intent. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I really am sure that was. Because yeah. Todd and, and them and a lot of people really wanted to get with She-Hulk, they couldn't have her, and a lot of a lot of this, a lot of that stuff, you know, that frustration, you know, is, is projection really on their part of like because they desperately want to quote have her, but then since they can't, so then they come up with all of these like ways to demean her like oh she's you know doesn't even she didn't even get her powers naturally well neither did the Hulk and, and, the, and the the things that they say are exactly the types of things that were they were saying about like Brie Larson and other people yeah you know that they get mad and yeah say, like oh one of us by being woke like no they're literally just copy and pasting things that have been said mm-hmm. online like yeah. you know <laughs> so funny um yeah and sad. Um <laughs> sad. Yeah. They talked about Lady Thor, said she's not good and all this kind of stuff. And and, and people are you know, and, and basically so so they're they're just saying all these things that we, we hear online, you know, because the same thing happened, like you know, literally it had just happened, the Lady Thor thing. Like people were making being making a big deal about that when Love, Thor Love and Thunder came out, um, you know, just weeks ago. And so it's like, right. Yeah. Um, so we, we have, um, we have this, uh, pug goes in posing as the person that, you know, is invited to the thing. Um, but as himself really. And he's got, a he's got, he's got a little, uh, like air, um, Airbud or AirPod. What are they? AirPods or no, what are they? Yeah. AirPods, I guess they're called the, the, the 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 Apple earbuds whatever they are they yeah, should I think I think they're AirPods they should they should be called AirBuds but that was probably you know trademarked by Disney yeah um, AirBuds yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah picture of AirBuds sparks in your ear yeah <laughs> you, <laughs> that's it you put you put them in your ear and then your dog can play basketball it's this weird thing um, yeah <laughs> or soccer yeah is a part world cup or baseball seventh inning fetch yep okay so yeah they're they're at this in this this intelligentsia conference thing or whatever and um you know pugs in there with his little the earbud in and uh nikki's basically telling him you know what to do doing a whole like cyrano de bergerac sort of thing you know um <laughs> um so what what um what happens there then we got we got the we got the event going on and at the same time Jen is trying to 
figure out, you know, what's going on with her life. She needs kind of a break from things, so she decides to go to Emil's, like, you know, getaway to feel better. And um, she goes there, has a conversation with, uh, with, with the douchebag who tried to kill her before, but... Um, <laughs> But is now cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then, then she's looking for... She, she's reading um, Emile's book of haikus. And then she decides that she wants to go, you know, find Emile. And uh, he's in this, uh, you know... In, in the... What what was the place? Where were where, Like in the barn or whatever it is? or the. It's like a... It's kind of like a, I don't know if it's a barn or not, but it's like that's like where like the group share places, yeah. um, yeah. mm-hmm. building or whatever room, you know. I couldn't remember that... what, what they called it. I was trying to remember, but yeah, she's she goes into there. Emil's already in there. He's giving a big speech as the abomination to the fucking intelligentsia people. So before that, though, we did find out. I'm sorry. I, I'm kind of jumping over here. Um, we did find out that Hulk King was surprised Todd because nobody saw yeah. that. Nobody saw that coming ever. Right. That was like the biggest surprise in um, in television history. You know. Yeah. I'm being I'm being sarcastic. Um, so <laughs> right. It was obvious the whole time that he was fucking Hulk King, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. They uh. He. They, the, she goes in there, sees sees a meal as a, as abomination gets pissed off about that. Obviously, you know it's like you know I'm as your lawyer, I can't allow this. Um. Uh, then then, we find out that uh, Todd had stolen her blood, you know through Josh, which we knew about. Um, and is about to inject himself and become a, become a a, a Hulk, type creature, and he does, and he's like dopey looking when he when he hawks out you know um, and that <laughs> and, the, and, and then we and then bruce shows up and it like it's all hell breaks loose and and titania shows up it's like you know this big you know marvel event and then jen decides to stop things and break the fourth wall and then literally break the disney plus um menu so when that happened for the first time, I watched it. I actually thought that there was something wrong. Like I thought that the the show had just stopped. Like yeah, it's like so like because it made that little boop sound, and I was like, "What the hell just happened?" And then all of a sudden, like we start seeing her talking. I'm like, "Oh, that's part of the show." <laughs> yeah, which I thought. And then, <clears throat> like there was some kind of glitch in your uh, player or something. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought would happen. Happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and so 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 she jumps from uh from her show into uh the um Marvel assembled uh behind the scenes show and goes in there and then that way she's she's on the Disney lot, she's walking around past the building with the seven dwarfs that we've seen before in different things. Um and also wearing her other suit for the first time. Yeah. Was so that, that's the first time we see her. Was that the first? Suit. Oh no! I thought she. I thought she wore it when she was fighting Leapfrog. Oh, she may have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I thought her and uh, Daredevil were both wearing their suits at that point. Yeah. Um. She. Uh. So. So then she goes into. Uh, Marvel, and she walks into the She-Hulk uh, writers' room. Um. And there we see uh we see Jessica Gao, um the writer of this episode. She's in there, but there's also an actress playing her in that scene. So oh, really? it's really meta. Like she's sitting on one side of the table, and then there's an actress playing Jessica Gao on the other side of the table. Oh wow. So it's it's kind of weird meta. Anyway, so so it's like your typical kind of like TV writer's room almost. Well, I mean, I guess it's a little bit more realistic. Um, they're talking about, oh, maybe next season can be all a dream. Right. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be really fresh and original? I was like, no. <laughs> no yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's 
not like Dallas didn't do that, you know, in the eighties or nineties. Um, so <laughs> I know, that was such a dumbass thing to do. And then, um, yeah. Why would they do that? But yeah. Um, then what happens? Uh, well, you know, she's just like saying like, you know, basically like, you know, I got a bone to pick with you guys. Like, why are you like, you just, you're ruining my finale and stuff like that. And they're like, well, that's, what kevin wants and they're like well okay let me you know talk to kevin and they're like laughing like nobody talks to kevin and like one guy's like i would literally kill you to protect kevin and she's like okay this is really unhealthy the way you're talking about him is very unhealthy yeah um i'm just gonna go and talk to him and then you know she goes to like the front desk and they the guy makes her sign you know a non-disclosure agreement but then hits the red button and she's like why would you make me sign that if you're just getting like everyone's got to sign sign the nda <laughs> like <laughs> which which i hear is true um i was listening to a podcast um and some like reporters anytime they go into that building have to sign an nda oh okay it's just standard procedure or if you're on a set or anything dealing with marvel you have to sign the nda and probably oh, and it and it's it's several pages long and nobody reads it. Of course, I mean, come on. And so um, they're, 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 the guy was like joking. I think you know he's like I could probably owe my soul to Kevin Feige and I don't know it. Um, so it's just like, <laughs> yeah. And then so she, you know this this cool fight sequence goes on where she's fighting guards and they're playing this really cool song okay. in the background. Finally, yeah, she ends up you know, hitting one guy up against the wall and using his eyeballs to unlock the door and then just kind of drops them and then yeah. goes into this room and all these Marvel, like, movie introductions are going on and then you hear, like, you actually hear Bruce say one time, like, that's the point, I'm I'm always angry or whatever. And then she's like, you know, like, what, like, what the hell is this? And then we see, like, this sort of robot thing, you know, show up and it's kevin stands for like i forgot what it's for, for like it's, uh um, knowledge something or um uh, shit i had it and I whatever it. it's like yeah. abbreviation and then, um yeah i mean obviously it's about kevin feige but like they turned it into like a yeah and, and and the robot it's interesting too above the lights and stuff that kind of form like what his face is or whatever there's like a a brim that looks like a baseball cap but it's part of the thing. Oh. It almost makes it look like because Kevin always wears a black baseball cap. Kevin Feige. Oh, I see. So it, yeah. it kind of yeah, they kind of added a baseball cap in the in the design. So and he's like, I am K E V I N, and I produce near perfect products. He's like near perfect. He's like, some are better than others. And then like yeah, she's like, well, I don't like what you're doing with my show. And he's like, it's not your show or whatever. It's like well. I'm I'm the one, I'm the star of it or whatever. So, don't I get to say you know and what happens in it and all this kind of stuff? And then, you know, he's like, this is still a legal comedy, and he's like, if that's what you prefer to call it, and then like you know, <laughs> and then, you know, she basically is like, well, can I, you know, can I at least give my closing argument or whatever? And you know, because she's like talking about like. You know, stealing the Hulk blood is very similar to like the super serum, soldier serum thing. And yeah, also literally the plot of the very first Hulk movie in 2008. Well, the first Marvel, yeah. not the 2003 version, but like, and yeah. then, um, you know, because that one, that, that villain was Absorbing Man, where he just absorbed the powers. Actually, it's a really pretty cool power to have, yeah. actually. Yeah. You literally just absorb everyone else's powers and you're pretty much unstoppable. But like um but then he's like, All right, you may proceed and then she just kinda goes into this sort of um I don't know, to me, it almost kinda made me choke up a little bit, even though it was because she was just kind of like almost like speaking my thoughts almost a little bit about like how Marvel has gone and in, gotten into like this sort of routine where it's like no longer really original anymore for a lot of the movies and stuff so it's like interesting to have a marvel character almost. yeah you've, you've got a formula basically you know where you got the big uh big uh battle at the end and all that stuff yeah yeah so it's like she's like dissing marvel as a marvel character mm -hmm. to 
K-E-V-I-N. And, and then, then she even brings up the thing. She's like, what's with all the daddy issues? You know, you've got, yeah, you, you, you've, you've got, you know, um, what she say? Like, who is she? Oh, she's like, she's like, a, you know, Tony Stark, daddy issues, Thor, daddy issues, Loki, same daddy, same issues. Um, same issues. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Star-Lord, Star-Lord two, daddy. two daddies, two uh, issues. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and then she's sitting down and he's like, oh, you are sitting now. And then I'm like, yeah. And then and she's asking about when the X-Men are going to show up. And then uh, and yeah, she does a little thumbs up and then like, yeah. and, then, and then she's like, like, well, what do you propose then? And she's like, well, let, let's get rid of the Todd, you know, being like the Hulk thing. That's dumb. And let's, you know, get rid of Bruce, you know, jumping down and Titania and let's, you know, get rid of the abomination. Let's let him just stay in Emil form and, put this in daylight instead of nighttime and all this kind of stuff. And then and she's like, all right, that, that it? And he's like, is that it? You've completely ruined my story or whatever. And he's like, you, you will never have access to K E V I N again, except when we see you on the big screen. And she's like, really? And he's like, no. And she's like, Oh, whatever. And then, uh, no, because before that too, she was like, well, the reason why we needed the intro, Green Hulk is because he was supposed to, and you're like, no, no one really cares about that. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's like, and she was talking about how Hawks smash things. Oh yeah, which, which I thought was kind of funny. And she's like, she's like, she's like, you know, like uh, like um, you know, like Bruce smashes buildings, I smash fourth walls, and sometimes Matt Murdock. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, to the fact that they made her transform mm-hmm. off camera because the oh the yeah, effects it was too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> That was funny. Um, but so, yeah, she she ends up, you know, going back and we got things in the daylight. It's, it's a little bit better. And when, when she gets back, um, uh, they uh, they arrest um, they arrest uh, Todd and Blonsky because he had turned into the abomination. Um, see, because my thing is, is I think he still did, you know, turn into the abomination was talking there, but I don't think he was doing it. I, I don't know if he was doing it knowing what he was talking at, he might've just been paid to be a speaker. Yeah. I don't even think he even knew it was intelligentsia. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like he was like, yeah. His speech with this very generic, like Tony Robbins kind of stuff. Like, are you seizing your goals? And uh, yeah. I mean, it was just like, literally can mean reference anything. Like it was just like, Oh, these guys want to pay me a bunch of money to do a speaking. My whole thing about that though, not to, not to go off the rails a little bit but like how is nobody knowing that he's turning into abomination except for that one time when he said that the chicken got loose or whatever like is nobody keeping tabs on yeah what's up, what's up with his, his parole officer and uh and unless he figured out a way to fool the inhibitor i guess but it just seems yeah like come off well, because even like in real inhibitors, like they'll know if someone's like trying to tamper with it too, like not just if it goes off by itself. You mean or, like you mean like, like 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 ankle bracelets and stuff? For, yeah, like, like yeah, they know yeah. if someone's actively trying to mess with it. So it's like they'll get. So it's like this is supposed to be like a super form of bracelet. I mean, like a leg. Um, yeah, bracelet. I think that they would have even more capability of knowing when it's being tampered with, or at least malfunctioning. But like, nope, nobody knows apparently no. that he's been. Maybe we'll find out in the future. Um, maybe he'll get. Yeah, his maybe, own, maybe he'll yeah, get his own we'll show out, or something. But, uh... Um, but yeah, he 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 gets arrested in the next day, and then and then so like, the next day she's celebrating with her family, and Matt Murdock came back to, um, after the things happened. Um, <laughs> just fell from the sky. Yeah, and landed. Mm-hmm. Did the superhero landing that is you know the poser landing yeah, like, that like like Lena talks about like you do, and um, so and then Banner returns from Sakar, um, and he has a son named Scar, which is pissed off the internet right now. So um, wait, why they don't like the way he looks? Oh, okay, yeah. So they're you know acting like you know somebody killed their mother or something and um yeah yeah 
So, uh, basically, then um, she regains her, uh, she's cleared of all of her charges, and she uh, regains her job, and she vows to continue to work as a lawyer and a superhero. Then we have a mid-credits scene where Wong breaks Blonsky out of prison again and takes yeah, him. Yeah, what to, the hell ta- is takes what... him takes him to Carmichael, and I don't know what's going on that with that storyline. And my thing is, is where was uh, what's her face, um, his uh, his his little uh, binging buddy, um, the chick. Uh, oh, what's her wait. name? The the girl from previous episode with uh, Wong, I think she should have been there. Oh, Madison. Madison, that's her name. I was, I was. Yeah, I know Madison should have been in there too. Yeah, I know yeah. that sucks, but um, I, I, I want, I want to see him. I think I want to see a series where it's Madison, Wong, and maybe Emil, just the three of them. Yeah. <laughs> and it called we called Emil's place, but every episode it's a different name. So then it's like Madison's place, and then it's Wong's place, and then, <laughs> like changes. Yeah. But like anyway, so like. That whole thing too is trying to figure out why is Juan so set on breaking him out of jail all the time? Like, what what is his? This has got This has got to be setting up something for a future movie or TV something. Series. Like, is yeah. he gonna teach him the mystic arts? Is he gonna? I mean, like, that's what I'm starting to wonder because you know he's he got really into meditation and he started meditation retreat. Is that part of his training? Because yeah. you know, obviously, with the mystic arts, it's not just about spells but there's meditations involved and all that kind of spiritual stuff as well you know but like but so yeah we get that and that's the only mid-credits scene we have but then um before that i wanted to mention you know the song that they play near the end is um it's called i want to see the bright lights tonight by richard and linda thompson which was like a they were like a popular folk duo in, in britain in the 70s like they weren't like huge like cat stevens was but they were pretty decently well known and um it was interesting and again this could have been a total coincidence or maybe it could have been maybe somewhat subconscious like they didn't even realize why they were doing it or or they knew why they were doing i don't know but like so richard linda thompson um well so richard he he was in the band called fairport convention before he went like solo and they did like a lot of really cool albums you should check them out actually like especially um you should check out the album called um liege and leaf i think it's called or liege and leaf uh where they take um okay. old british folks what's that i said okay yeah oh, okay sorry um they take like british folk songs and then they kind of put them in like a modern rock setting which is interesting and then they would write their own original songs but then put them in the style of old british folk songs it was kind of a cool thing they did but when he went solo and then he met his wife and then they became like a duo he um he converted to um sufi islam like a mystical version of islam and actually lived in a commune in in britain at the time and like they had like literally they had like meditation retreats and like stuff like that and then she moved in with them uh, she did not like the experience being, you know, a woman, and obviously with the whole patriarchal stuff, women, you know, their their places to wash clothes, cook food, that whole thing, you know, and um, and so it's I just find that interesting, you know, that they play a song from people who literally lived in like a retreat slash commune where like meditation was involved as well. As interesting. Like then you get Emil, who literally was raised in Britain. Yes, he was Russian born. But he was raised in Britain, and he runs the meditation retreat. I just thought it was interesting, but like, so I don't know if that was intentional. Or <laughs> could totally. just, could just be coincidence. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> who knows? But knowing them, yeah. how they tie everything together, it could have been a conscious choice as well. You know, um, but but yeah, it's very interesting because like um, they like yeah, they just this commune was just set up in Britain somewhere, and then people just live there, and then uh. Like, I don't know how long the commune lasted, like five, ten years, something like that. They they left yeah pretty quickly. Yeah, they they only lived there for like a year or two, I think. And then uh she hated it. She absolutely hated it. She only kinda went along with him because he was like going on like his own spiritual journey or whatever. And uh just like a sorry, just sort of side tangent about that. But like what's interesting though is that 
the imam who ran the 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 commune he he, he himself was also a a convert to sufi islam and then he was he was actually a uh, a stage actor or a play actor called Ian Dallas and then he changed his name to some Arabic name I forgot what it was and then huh. uh he he actually told Richard Thompson to, to quit playing music quit singing music but then told Linda that she could keep singing and playing and I think the reason why is because he was afraid that Richard would like get used to the fame or it would like hurt yeah. his spiritual fame is whereas she had more pure of heart or whatever so like yeah it's okay if you sing and, then, um, and um but anyway so i just thought that was interesting that they played that song near the end of yeah the, of the episode that is interesting and then like obviously they're like and it's a good song it's a really good song really the whole album is really good too the i forgot the name of the album but then um the one after that that was really really good called four down like silver and that's the one that they actually wrote while they were living in the commune. So, like, a lot of the songs are actually, like, spiritual-based, like, have something to do with, like, Islamic themes and Sufi themes, but, like, very, very underground. Like, they're not very blatant about it, but, like, if you're sort of privy to that sort of yeah. world, you can tell what references they're making. But, like, um, and, like, you know, like, Obviously, you know, Jen's dad's sitting there talking about, like, when are you going to have kids and all this kind of shit, you know? And they're like, he's staying here for a week, dad, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, I didn't I didn't realize that the conversation was going to go in this direction. And, like, Jen's dad's like, well, from here on out, bud, buckaroo or whatever, every conversation is going in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he got, that was yeah. funny. <laughs> It then was... you got the weird aunt that's like flirting with him. Like, why don't you stay here mo- longer? And then her husband's like, why don't you help make burgers? And like, he gives like Matt like this dirty look. Like, for one thing, Matt's blind, so he can't see you making. <laughs> and also, too, why are you blaming him? It's your wife, the one that wants to sleep around. Like, you know, like that's what you do. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's just what you do. <laughs> and then, uh. You know, they're asking him, like, you know, does he have his own practice? How much money does he make? That's, you know, her aunt. And it's like, don't ask people how much money they make, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it was funny. I mean, it was a good episode. Um, yeah. a- Any other stray thoughts or any final thoughts here? Uh, no, I, th- I think we covered everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it'll be interesting to see where things go with this Scar character. Um. It, it'll be interesting. I think you know they're they're setting up something here. Yeah, because wasn't Scar supposed to be like even more brutal than the Hulk since he was actually born like as half Hulk as opposed to like? Yeah, I mean that that's what people are kind of upset about is because he looks. Well, kind I was of, just he, wondering if that he was... looks he looks kind of weak in this, but I mean there he was on screen literally for like two seconds, and people are like, you know acting like it's world war three because it doesn't look exactly like they Plus, too, he could be like a little kid right now as well like yeah and who knows yeah you know, because sakar like you said um in private that like time is different than, yeah like it's uh, the whole and but yeah it would make sense because you know bruce got his powers unnaturally through like a failed experiment and then but then he was in hulk form for at least two straight years had yeah. sex one as the Hulk and then therefore had a, a Hulk child so obviously that's going to be different than someone who like I, I don't think that person would even ever be able to transform into human because they're not they're born as a Hulk or half Hulk you know and um but but yeah like you said they'll find ways to complain about it and plus it was literally at the end of the episode it's not like they're gonna have a big fight scene yeah exactly people starts ripping people's heads off for no reason like people you know, people like, will oh, complain about anything it's just the way people are unfortunately I know. um you can't, you can't enjoy anything anymore no like you really have to complain and again there's a difference between fair criticism and just complaining about something they're not yeah. the same thing and uh so like like we've been dealing with this lately with Clerks Three. Oh yeah. Like, you can have a fair criticism of some of the things that happened in Clerks Three, 
But then that's different than like, oh, Clicks 3 sucks. They completely lied to us. You know, like that's not criticism. That's just you whining about it. Like, yeah, people are, people are just evil. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of them are. Yeah. It's just nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. Well, what did you say? Clerks one was about half the the line, half the dialogue in the first Clerks movie is just making references to well, like Star Wars and other movies. The so the, that the idea is, of a sequel in itself is just nostalgia, anyway. So it's just the way that Clerks two, which yeah, I, I and think any and any uh, any sequel of any series is 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 basically yeah. nostalgia because like you're continuing the storyline you're you're going back to the characters you knew it's 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 why we feel comfortable when we watch old episodes of friends or something you know it's like yeah yeah it's yeah, that's what nostalgia is um and yeah tell me if someone did a friends reboot you know that that no one's gonna watch that give me a break they're gonna watch exactly it. they're gonna complain about it. they're still gonna watch it and oh yeah uh, uh, yeah anyways um make sure you folks out there in uh podcast land um check out our uh all two real com and uh our patreon and our uh and our t public and uh all of our social media um you know I, i don't understand this stuff but uh it's all out there the the means the the uh the t's the t-shirts yeah the... get that and everything and, and and thank you for doing so folks um yeah. and uh be good to each other folks love one another and remember that we love you it's and, true and until next time bye bye thanks for listening to all too real two podcast A Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.